Hi, you're listening to Koldodi Messianic Congregation's weekly podcast. Join us in person for our weekly Shabbat services every Saturday at 11 a.m. We meet at 3534 West End Avenue in Nashville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website at koldodi.org or follow us on Facebook and watch us live at facebook.com forward slash Nashville. And now, here's Rabbi Ken's latest message. Deuteronomy chapter 4, if you'd, if you'd turn there, and I want you to think about this. Lord, we pray, open our eyes to behold wonderful things from your word. Gal Lord, open our eyes to behold wonderful things from your word. Speak to us, Lord, and open up your word in the name of Yeshua today. Amen Amen. Goy gadol. Goy gadol. God wants us to be Gal Gadol. No, 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 that's, that's not, not who we want. No, Goy Gadol, Goy Gadol, all right? I just had to play, make that play on words. Goy Gadol is the word here. It's used three times in Deuteronomy chapter 4. That's Gal Gadol, who's Jewish, by the way, and Israeli, and is pretty, seems to be a really great role model for Israelis. We're all proud of her. Um, but, uh, you know, Wonder Woman and everything, but... Uh, Really, this phrase, goigadol, let's say goigadol, literally translates a great Gentile, a great Gentile, but will we be a great nation? That's what I want to talk about. Will we be a great nation? This is really the phrase. So let's look at Deuteronomy 4 verses, let's read verses 5 through 8. See, just as Adonai my God commanded me, I have taught you statutes and ordinances to do in the land that you're about to enter. It's about to enter the land, to enter, to possess. You must keep and, to, and do them, for it is your wisdom. And it's actually in the feminine singular here. She is your wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, what are they going to say? Surely this great nation, Goy Gadol, is a wise and understanding people. For what, here it is again, Goy Gadol, here what great nation is there that has gods so near to it, or really a god so near to it, so near to them, as Adonai our God is whenever we call on him. What, here it is again, Goy Gadol, what great nation is there that has statutes and ordinances that are righteous or just like all of this Torah that I'm setting before you today? So Israel's secret, what is it? Listen, what is it? Two things. A God of proximity and words of wholesomeness. An intimate living God, smart guidance. An authentic relationship and an outstanding body of wisdom. 
of Chachma. Two things, these two things. Surely, he says in verse 6, only a people wise and understanding this great nation, Hagoi Gadol Hazeh, this, literally you could translate this great Gentile, or in verse 7, what great nation, Mi Goi Gadol, let's say that in Hebrew, Mi Goi Gadol, Mi Goi Gadol, really would translate, who is this great Gentile? Who is a great Gentile? Two times mentioned. Now, Gadol, Gadol from Gadol means increasing, expanding. Goy means a united body or nation, a, or Gentile, really, we translate, but a united body of people, a nation, a human body of concentrated elements. That's the root. A nation, but a human body of concentrated elements. It's used of Jew and Gentile. It's used of Abraham in Genesis 12 too. I'll make of you a great nation, God said, a goy gadol. It's used of Ishmael in Genesis 17, 20. I'll make of him a goy gadol. So think of it. A near God. Who, what do we have? What did Israel have? What do we have? A near God. Elohim krovim. Let's say it. Elohim krovim. Krovim means to come close to come close, a God who comes close to us, and a clear guide, a near God and a clear guide. He's one who's he's given us guidance through his word, a close director, if you will, and a precise direction. So as the director, he's our husband. We're married to the Lord. He's our husband. But as the Bible, as the word of God is the direction it's our wife. We're married to the Bible as our wife, if you want to think of it, because it's a she here in verse 6. What distinguishes us? What made Israel unique? And for that matter, what made America, the United States of America, unique? What makes us as believers, as followers of Yeshua, unique? We don't have an inanimate God of materialism or an irrational God of, op of irrational optimism. We no longer live in an absurd universe where life has no true meaning, cosmic absurdity and despair. We once did. I know I did, and I, um, you did too if you were lost and without Messiah. We have been found. You have been found. I have been found. Think about it. Appreciate it. We've been found by the one who gives significance to our lives in connection with him who is love, who is value, who is purpose. Amen? It's amazing. We have come to know him. Or rather, as Paul, I love it in Galatians 4, 9, Paul corrects himself. He says, you come to know God. He says, rather, wait, correction, or you've Come to be, you've been known by God. God has known you in Galatians 4.9. I love Isaiah 65 verse 1 when he says, I was sought of those who did not ask for me. And I was found of those who did not seek me. I said, he nani, he nani. Here am I, here am I. Behold me, behold me. To a nation not called by my name. God, I know you. I know you. Oh, it's amazing. 
Do you remember when it first happened? When you passed from death to life in John 5, 24, when you were born again? Do you remember? You remember what it was like? And you all of a sudden said, I know you. The Spirit of God, God sent forth His Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying what? Abba, Father, Daddy. The Spirit He sent forth into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, Dad. I know you, God. You're real. I know the living God. I really know you. You're now, I'm your child, your son, your daughter. It's real. It's real. Israel shall cry to me, my God. My God, we know you in Hosea 8, verse 2. I love that verse, and I like that translation. That's only, some of them don't translate it that way. Israel shall cry to me, my God, we know you. Lord, may it happen soon. It's going to happen. All Israel will be saved. It will happen wholesale. Let us know. Let us strive let us press on to know the Lord. His going forth is as sure as the dawn is certain. He'll come to us like the rain, like the latter rain watering the earth in Hosea 6, verse 3. It's amazing. But not only, not only do we have that relationship with God, a near God, but we have the word of God. We have the word of God. He says in verse 8, we have righteous statutes and ordinances or judgments. Chukim umishpatim tzadikim. Righteous or just. Fixed limits, the chukim, the fixed limits. God creates fixed, his word gives us fixed limits and creates order and harmony. It says in 2 Peter 1, verses 19 through 20, we have the prophetic word more confirmed, more sure, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came in by the will of man, but, by, by, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. The Word of God we have. The Ruach HaKodesh speaking, breathing on the Word of God. Psalm 19, the Torah of Adonai is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of Adonai is trustworthy, making the simple wise. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. Commands of Adonai are pure, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Judgments of the Adonai are true, altogether righteous, more desirable than gold. More desirable, not equally, more than being rich. Yes, more and much more, much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. I'm looking forward to the gold, silver, and costly stones at the judgment seat of Messiah. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, wood, there's wood, straw, Wood, hay, and straw, wood, wait, wood, straw, and hay, I think, and gold, silver, and costly stones at the judgment seat. It says, every, all our works will be tried, and what is combustible will be burned up, but what is enduring, what is wrought in him will endure. Anything wrought in him will endure, and we will be rewarded. He will, we're going to reign with Messiah. He wants, he wants to give, us to reign with him, and we're looking forward to that day. 
Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to this dividing, the separation of soul, spirit, joints, and marrow, able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Or Psalm 119, here's a bunch of verses from that amazing psalm. And of course, you could read the whole psalm and, uh, and, and should do meditations on the whole psalm. Forever, Adonai, it's all about the word of God. Forever, Adonai, your word stands firm in the heavens. Oh, how I love your law, your Torah. It's my meditation all the day. Your commands make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers. I've gained more understanding than all my elders. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The unfolding of your words gives light, gives understanding to the simple. Direct my footsteps in your word and let no iniquity get mastery over me. I pray that one a lot when I read the word before I read read the word. It's 133, I think, 130 or 133. He says, order my steps in your word. Let no iniquity have dominion over me. Great peace have they who love your Torah, and nothing causes them to stumble. Nothing will offend them. Nothing will cause them to stumble. Yeshua said in John 5, 39, you search the scriptures because you suppose that they, in them you have eternal life, but it's they that testify of what? Me. They're going to bring us to Yeshua. The scriptures lead us to the person of Yeshua. This is eternal life, he said, that they may know you, the only true God, and Yeshua, the Messiah, the one you sent. We have the word of God. We have the word of God. What an amazing time, as I mentioned, reading Lamentations Wednesday night together on Zoom together. And, and uh, such a special time because you could feel faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. It never returns vain or void in uh, Isaiah 55, 11. The word of God purifies us in Psalm 12, verse 7. Uh, the words of the Lord are pure words like silver refined, it says. And I, I know every time, I feel my, I'm, every time and any, anyone appointed to deliver the word of God, you're given, he's, he or she is appointed to deliver that word to wash us with the word of washing of the water of the word, to give us a shower, to bathe us. You know, someone says, well, I don't care if I miss messages. You're missing the, your bath. Well, I don't care. I like to be dirty. No, I don't, I like to, I don't, go, I don't believe in baths or showers. You know? Oh, my goodness. Well, you smell. Well, listen, you need the, the bath. You need a shower. I need a shower. We get washing of the water of the word, right? It cleans us. It washes us. I get cleansed, and I love it, and we need it. The washing of the water of the word, Ephesians 5, I think it's 26, and Titus 3, 5, the bath of rebirth. So the water washes us. Now are you clean through the word that I've spoken to you, Yeshua said. Matter of fact, John 15, 3, or, or uh, John, uh, Psalm 119, verse 9 says, says uh, he cleanses us. The word of God is a cleanser. So God's word purifies us. And Adonai gives wisdom. Out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. For wisdom will enter your heart. Discretion will watch over you. Discernment will, will guard you. Proverbs 2. The Bible's unlike any other book of literature or science or history or poetry or philosophy or psychology or medicine or mathematics or lists of prop predictions or even comedy, although it has measured, you know, elements of all of these things, but it's much more than that. It's the Word of God. It sets us apart from everything else. It sets us apart. Absolutely. I have given them your word, Jesus said, Yeshua said. Keep them from the evil one. 
It'll keep them. I've given them your word in John 17, verses 14 through 17. They're not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. Make them holy in your truth. Your word is the truth. That's why I've given them your word, the word. So we have, listen, two things. We have a God and we have a book, right? We have a God and we have a book, just like Israel did. We do. We have an invisible presence and companion. And we have a visible manual and roadmap. I don't care if it's like this or if it's on your phone. But you have it. Something that's amazing. Use them both. Use them both. The word of God is what made us a great nation. And it's what makes us a great nation. It's what will cause us to grow as believers. 1 Peter 2.2 As newborn babes long for the pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow towards salvation. And we grow not only in salvation, but in discernment through as we obey it, in the community of Messiah, in our, as the body of Messiah together, as we, in the fellowship of, and we, together we submit to the body together. We grow together in discernment in Hebrews chapter 5, the meat of the word, or really it's the solid food of the word in Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. We have God, our relationship, and then we have the book, A Revelation. God, a unique and extraordinary relationship. Jeremiah 33, 3, he says, call to me and I will what? I will answer you and I will tell you of great hidden things. Call to me and I'll answer you and I will tell you of great and hidden things which you do not know. Yeshua, uh, John says, now this is the confidence we have before him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 1 John 5, 14. We have God, but we have a book, unique and extraordinary revelation. This book of the Torah not, should not depart from your mouths. You're to meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. For then you will make your ways prosperous. Then you'll be successful. God says, it's the roadmap. It's the way to be successful. And that from childhood, Paul tells Timothy, from your Jewish childhood, you've known the sacred writings that are able to make you wise, leading to salvation through trusting in Messiah Yeshua. It's going to point and lead you to Yeshua. All Scripture is inspired by God, and it's useful for teaching, for reproof, for restoration, and for training in righteousness so the person belonging to God may be capable, fully equipped for every good deed. Richard Wormbrandt writes in a devotionals, April 13th, uh, Reaching Toward the Heights, Search the Scriptures. He says this, in Madag Madagascar, I had to look that up, that's in southeastern Africa, uh, southeastern African island. <clears throat> um, he says, during all the persecution between 1836 and 1861, believers not only kept their faith alive in secret Bible reading, but the Believe, the, 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 the body, the, the believers, the church, increased tenfold under this experience. The Formosan, and that's in northeastern Taiwan, uh, these aborig aboriginal peoples, the, the Formos Formosan hill tribes, almost untouched by the gospel before the Second World War, resisted Japanese pressure and emerged with firmly planted believing communities based on nothing but the study of the Bible. In Kenya, under the threat of the Mau Mau, it was the believers 
whose lives were most deeply rooted in the Bible who stood firm against all attempts to get them to take the heathen Kikuyu oath. This is the point. The toughness of indigenous churches, of indigenous believing communities, depends on the degree of devotion to the Bible. That's how they survive. The uh, organization of the church, even the ministers and priests, may be destroyed without ultimate disaster so long as the people have and read the Bible. Not everywhere is there persecution, but everywhere the world is adverse to true faith in the Bible, true believing, whatever you want to call it, messianic faith, Christianity, the, the true faith in the Bible. It is. We have to be versed in the Scriptures if we wish our faith to survive. In China, this is written a long time ago, so it's not the, the case in the same way now, but in China, Mao's Book of Thought, the most pestilential volume, and this isn't necessarily what's, what they use now. It's still a horrible regime. But the most pestilential volume ever vomited forth from the jaws of hell, he says, is chanted in every house and on every street under compulsion. Erasmus, one of the great translators of the Bible, said, I could wish that the farmer might sing parts of Scripture at at his plow. Speak to each other in Psalms uh, and Scriptures. In this lies the salvation of the church or the believing community. Be thankful to God that you belong to the privileged elite, and at the time he said only 40% of mankind who knows how to read. Well, I checked, and some statistics say 86%. I don't think it's really that high, know how to read today or literate. But be thankful that you belong to the much narrower circle of those who can have a Bible. In one half of the world, he says it's not available. Well, I don't know if it's that high now, but 80, according to American Bible Society, a check, they said 80 million still, people still have no access to Scripture in their heart language. You are, and in America, 85% have at least one Bible. Most houses have a lot more. You're privileged, you are privileged in that you are able to afford to buy a Bible. Many desirous believers in Latin America, Africa, and India have no money for a Bible. Make the searching of the Scriptures your daily occupation. Deuteronomy 4, verses 12 and 15, he mentions, you heard a voice, kol, let's say the word kol, you heard a voice dealing with the, the, the Sinai and the giving of the Torah, but you heard a kol, a form you did not see. You saw no form, he mentions five times. You saw no form, but you heard a voice. You saw no timunah, no, no form, no picture, no outline of specific form. It's from, the, from Moon, defined, a defined group or species. God cannot be defined. He defines us. We don't define Him. He shapes us. We don't shape Him. And then he says in verse 16, he says, make for yourselves, don't make for yourselves a graven image, the form of male or female. It's tivina, tivinit, tivinit, uh, Five times used, a structure, a resemblance, from bana to build or form, to have children. We don't give birth to God. We don't build God. 
He gives birth to us. He builds us. So we have an invisible God, an intangible God, an unhandable, handable, handable little God. <laughs> we have, and to access him requires what? Faith. Excellent. Faith, right? Though you have not seen him, you what? Love him, said 1 Peter 1.8. Though we have not seen him, we love him. And even though you don't see him now, you trust him and are filled with a joy that's glorious beyond words. We recognize and follow the Lord, follow God, our shepherd, by hearing his voice. Kol, let's say kol. Kol Adonai, the voice of the Lord, the sound, the voice of the Lord. By hearing his voice, not by seeing him. Yeshua said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I know them. He knows you. He knows us. He shows you. He, he found you, right? And we follow him. And the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. The sheep follow him because they know his voice in John chapter 10. Our faith is an intangible faith. So I leave us with this question. Will we be a goy gadol? Will we? A great nation in God's eyes. A great belief. It's, it's a question. It's not a statement. Me, let's say me goy gadol. Me goy gadol. Who? Me is who? That's the way it is in the Hebrew. It's who is a great nation. It's a question. God says, will we increase and grow and expand in, our, in love, God's love and fruitfulness and numbers and influence of the presence and the life and the knowledge of the Lord, God, our God, as the waters cover the sea in Habakkuk 2.14? Will we be married to the Lord, our husband, and to the Lord, our wife, to the Bible, to the Word of God, to, the, to our relationship with God, our living God, and to the Word of God, to the Bible, as a husband and a wife, and be a goy gadol? Father, we pray that we would be, Lord, we, as Israel was called, that we, and we are called as followers of Yeshua, Lord, today. We thank you for a high, heavenly and a high, holy calling. Like the book of Hebrews says, it's a heavenly, a high and a holy calling, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you've given us these amazing, two amazing, 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 amazing gifts to make us a goy gadol, Lord. The word of God, you've given us a living relationship and amazing revelation, Lord, that will never, that will stand forever. Your word stands forever in heaven and, and will never pass away. We thank you, Lord, for it. Thank you, O oh God, for your spirit that lives within us, that cries out, Abba, Father, that it gives us life to, to the word that you've given us, Lord. And we praise you and we thank you. And if you, you're here today or you're watching and you've never trusted Yeshua, you've never had the spirit enter you and say, cry out, Abba, Father. You don't know that you belong to God. Confess to God now. Say, I need you. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for sending your son, Yeshua, to die for me. The Messiah Jesus to die for my sins. I confess I need you, God. I want to be born again. I want to have this new life. I'm receiving Yeshua in my life, and you're making that decision today. Write us and let us know. We'll write you back. Uh, there's some folks, hopefully, it'll be come up in here now to pray with you if you're here today, and they can, let's stand right now. Let's, let's if you would, stand, and let those folks can be coming up now to pray with you. So if you need prayer, they'll be here to pray with you if you made that decision today to receive Yeshua. If you need prayer for healing, if you need prayer for in something else in your life, just you 
you're saying, I, I, I've, been, I've gone away from the Lord, maybe. I've walked away, and I want to walk close to the Lord. I want to come closer. These wonderful people, someone will just love and love, agree with you today, and, and, and power, seal that, help you today to, 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 to uh, walk back, get back in that closeness with the Lord today. We praise you today, Lord. We want to be a goy gadol's Lord, goy gadol, holy, uh, a, a great nation, Lord. We want to bring forth fruit for you, Lord, by your power and by your grace. We thank you for the gifts that you've given us. Thank you and praise you. Praise you, God. We're going to close in the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of Yeshua the Messiah, the Prince and Ruler of Peace. Amen. Thank you.